Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the best damn NFL pod period with Hall of Fame running back Eric Dickerson and USC legend 16-year NFL vet Rodney Pete. presented by DraftKings. You're listening to the best damn NFL pod period presented by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code BESTDAMN to receive $150 in free bets when you place $1 bet on any, any football game. I'm Rodney Pete. My partner, the Hall of Famer, Eric Dickerson, is with me, and we got a treat on this show. We got a real treat because on this show, we welcome the Hall of Famer, Tennessee State's finest, my man, Richard Dent. Richard Got Dent. that dollar, brother. Got that dollar. Here we go. Let's get going. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Dent, man, what's, what's going on? Fellas? Uh, what's up, man? man? Just, just uh, living life, enjoying life, and uh, having a good time, Rodney. It's a pleasure yeah. to see you two guys. It's great to see you, man. And uh, I know you're having a good time because uh, every time I turn around, you're on a golf course somewhere. You and ED on the golf course um, doing your thing. I'm scared to go play with y'all because I'm going to be left behind. I lose all my money playing with y'all. Y'all play so much. Man, you ain't coming to golf course. Quit, quit lying, Rodney. You ain't, you ain't coming to it. Stop it. You Stop it, Rodney. Stop it. Right, he ain't coming out, Richard. Yeah, he ain't coming out. Time, yeah, he can... we, me and you, Rodney, we have never played any golf. What's up, you man? Know? I was in Philadelphia. I know. Took me to them old bath washes and, and Philadelphia's <laughs> and stuff. Come on, man. But we can't go to a golf course. <laughs> you know, I you know, weekdays is tough, man. And, and all that in Philadelphia. <laughs> and we can't play golf. Hey, this show ain't no family show. <laughs> it ain't no family show. <laughs> yeah, we we gonna get into some of them good times in, in, in Philadelphia. <laughs> at least, at least what we can get into, Dent. Um, right. But no, man, it's it, it really is great to see you, man. It's it's you one too. of those things. just like just like Ed and I have, man. We don't have to always talk every day, but you know that love is always there. I know you you right there for me, and I'm right there for you, just like Ed, man. So I appreciate Likewise. you doing this, man. Uh, hey, so listen, Dent. You know, just to, sure. to kick off this, man. I want to. I definitely want to talk some football, but I also want to talk some other stuff. But just now that we in it. Right now that we're in week one is behind us. Uh, we had mm-hmm. some games in the NFL. Uh, I'll start with you, Ed. Just just your your thoughts on week one. It's unique because last year we didn't have fans in the stands, and now you know this past weekend, man, there were fans. It seemed like the fans were excited to be there. It felt like a lot of the teams were, especially the home teams, and even sometimes the visitors mm-hmm. were feeding off the fans and feeding off the crowd. What do you guys think? Of uh, of week one in the NFL, Ed, you go first. Well, I can tell you here in Los Angeles, uh, it was a it was a good night, really good night uh, to see fans in the stands in our new stadium. Um, you know, and, and you always want to have your fans there, uh, most of your fans. You know, if you're the home crowd, and, and and here in LA, it hadn't been like that a lot because you know, in a sense, we're still just coming back, getting our feet wet. Beth in the new stadium. And we right. played the Chicago Bears last night. And the Bears have a lot of fans. I mean, let's just be honest, they have a lot of fans. But but I can say last night that was a Rams home game. You know, it was it was more Ram fans there, which makes you happy, makes you glad that that uh, you want to see that. And I think the fans enjoyed it. I know that I enjoyed it for sure. And it was a good game. I mean, you know, it's always good when you win, but for sure. And then you see other games around the league. You know, you saw the Cleveland Browns play the Kansas City Chiefs at home. You know, the Chiefs will always have, have a crowd. And that was that was a great game. You know, one thing is is that during football season, it's certain things, it's certain ways to lose football games. You know, and they, they always say a game is lost or won maybe one or two plays. And I think that you look at that Kansas City Chiefs and, and Cleveland Brown game, I think that game was really lost because of, you know, the special teams, you know, a, a punt that was muff, muff, pump. So, you know, um, I just think it was a good week in the National Football League. Also, you, you saw what happened to Green Bay and New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans put mm-hmm. a whooping on, on Green Bay. And, right, and right. How, how uh, 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 Jameson Winston played. I mean, he he had he had a, he had a great day. He looked like the Jameson Winston came here to I think three years ago and beat up on us and beat up on the Rams here in L.A. Right. And I always felt that he was talented. It's just you just never know what guy was going to show up. So for hope, hopefully, I keep I hope that guy keeps showing up every week. 
And then uh, what Aaron Rodgers said, what the coach said, you know, what, and, and then what Aaron Rodgers said right, right, right after. I mean, the coach said, you know, hey, we uh, basically stuck the place up, you know, and, and we, we, we embarrassed ourselves. And Aaron Rodgers came back and said, hey, that's just week one. You know, and, uh, you know, that's, just, that's one week of football, which is true. I mean, you got to keep that true. Right, right. I think a lot of people make something out of it when, when the coach and the, and the uh, player are not on the same page. And that's not going to happen all the time. You know, I think I think everybody's making something out of Aaron Rodgers because of, you know, him not wanting to come back to the to the Packers and, and how the rip they had and, you know, really what's going on. So sometimes they feed more into it than what it really is. But mm-hmm. other than that. Rodney, it was a good week of football, and uh, my team won. Richard, I'm sorry, your team won. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it's, it's you know, in football, the most important week is September. Now, we're starting in the middle of the month, kind of, you know, halfway. So, you know, it's, it's very important to try to get three or four wins in the month of September, or at least early October. You know, your season can be lost in September. But uh, losing one in September doesn't really, you know, tells the total story. You know, if you can, if you can muster up three wins, at least two. You got to have two in the month of September because you know what's going to take place in November and December. So September is a very important month. When you look at some of the guys that played, you look at the Seattle game was nice. You know, it, it was it was nice to see uh, uh, Tennessee. You look at Tennessee game. You know, you think Tennessee would 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 win that game, but you know the Cardinals got something else going on. So it was very surprising. Some of the teams that you see last year was on a new path, and this year they're coming out swinging. You know, they're coming out playing like you know champions. You know, I'm surprised to see uh, Texas win, but but they won. You know, so but uh, uh, you know people thought uh, the Chargers not going to look good. Chargers won. So, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, you know, uh, seeing the Dolphins winning, right. you know, seeing, uh, so it, it's, it's nice to see, but uh, you got to look at these next three weeks and see what takes place. And that three weeks kind of tells you who's going to have an opportunity in the latter part of the year. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, you know, people can get fooled like people get fooled in, in preseason and right. <laughs> fooled in the week one. You know how it goes. You, know, you, you get them teams, oh, they won all their preseason games. Oh, oh, this quarterback looks good, man. Oh, because they would say that about the old boy from the Jets. Oh, man, he's, he's ready. He's in midseason form already. Well, he's playing against backups, guys fighting for their job. He's not playing, and they're not scheming for him. they just playing just right. generic type of defenses, so you can't get fooled or lulled to sleep on preseason or even or even one you know week one and and speaking like you said ed about the green bay packers uh you got aaron Rodgers talking about it's just one game you know we got 16 more and a lot can happen in 16 games because you know even looking at tampa bay last year they got blown out against the saints early on in the season last year and they were they weren't clicking until about week 10 or 11 in the season right. they went on and, and, and rattled off about seven or eight straight um, but when you look at Green Bay, and, and you guys know, we, we all overlapped and played in the same era. Um, mm-hmm. When you look at Green Bay and you look at Aaron Rodgers and, and all the controversy that they had in the offseason of, of him not, you know, being included in some of the discussions about draft picks or people that they let go. Right. And then he come out and they have a, a terrible game to start the season in opening day against the Saints to get blown out, how much of the offseason distractions do you think uh, think was a factor for Green Bay in that opening day loss to uh, to the Saints, Richard? Well, you know, what I see about that is, you know, Aaron Rodgers screwed up. He blinked. And where he blinked last year, when Tom Brady was going to, going to Tampa Bay, he mentioned that. So that tells you what, Rodney? He's worried. Yeah. He should have kept his mouth shut and didn't say anything. You know, I'll see you later down the road. No, baby, you worried about me down the road, okay? <laughs> then when he had the opportunity to, you know, score in the third and fourth quarter there when he was rolling out and, you know, normal Aaron Rodgers would run that ball in for a touchdown. And he tried to throw it. It's that panic. He the one panic. Why he's crying? What? I mean, come on. I mean, he got the whole league. What's the worry? You looking for more players? Okay, do that. I mean, they did the same thing to him 
I mean, they did the same thing to Brett Favre when they brought him in. So, yeah. you, you know, you cannot look like, you know, you are God, you, you are everything. You know, the game will go on. So stop bitching and crying and just man up and go win a Super Bowl, you know, and, and, and make the plays that you've been making. You know, to me, like I say, when, when, when Tom Brady came into the NFC, he blinked. He knew that now he got to go through Tom Brady. Tom Brady don't have to go through him. He had that opportunity to make Tom Brady go through him. But he blinked and he asked that question or he mentioned that question, I'll see you down the road. No, you'll see me down the road. That's what he, that's what he should have told Tom Brady. All right, before we get into more with Richard Dent, my man, he's, he's absolutely hilarious. I want to remind everybody that week two of the football season is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly, instantly, when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any Week 2 game to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contest. DraftKings has given all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code BESTDAM to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code BESTDAM this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. But here's the thing. I, I, I get all that. I think that, you know, for the most part, and, and, and we, we live in a different time now where everything's yep. public and everything's out there, you, you know, social media, little things here and there get out. Right. Um, it should have definitely been kept quiet. But, but do you think that he has a point of, look, I, I've been here 16 years. I know this team. I know the players. I, I kind of feel what, what we need to, to take right. it to the next level. Do you think that, that coaches or general managers or, of organizations you know, owe it to some of their star players to kind of even just at least have conversations with them about who they bringing in or who they're going to let go or who they may, you know, they may draft them anyway, but just have that conversation. Do you think Probably that it's do. not a lie for him to have to ask for that? This is your young man's league. Now, every time a man of age say something, he get washed away. Okay. You look at Seattle, Wilson was screaming about something. What? One the boo, what all that got hush hush. The agents is running this league now. Right, because now if I can get these young guys to do certain things and and put all this money in front of them, they're controlling the league, you know, trying to keep, you know, the camaraderie, trying to keep the league tight by keeping older ball players. We tried that back in the day, you know, when we struck and things that what we did. And today's day is it's all about the agents. The agents is pushing this league and taking it wherever it wants to go. I, 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 right now, I'll ask you I, I, my opinion on that, court, that question you asked, Richard. Yes, I think I think they should have uh, uh, um, consulted Aaron Rodgers. Sure, I mean he, he's their star player. He's the guy that, that makes that, that 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 ship move. I mean, and 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 you should have asked him because I've always felt even when they had Brett at times they didn't give those guys enough weapons. I mean, for sure, Aaron Rodgers. I can say I'm like man. Why don't you go out and get another receiver? Get, get, get him an offensive tackle. You know, get him a running, get him a running back. You go out and draft another quarterback. I mean, when you scratch your head on some of the draft picks, they're like, what? You, what? Well, why, why, why? well, you got a defensive lineman. You, you, you need to try to protect your quarterback. You need to try to protect his backside. And, and, I, and, I, and I see where Aaron's coming from. I think, you know, people have a perception Aaron's very arrogant. 
self-centered and it's all about him. But, you know, you hear guys on the team talk about him. You know, they talk about his leadership. You know, see, we don't know. We're, it's like in that we're right. not in that locker. Room. Right. You know, we don't we don't we don't we don't know how to because, you know, it really comes down to how players feel about you. That's what it right. is. I remember you, when I left the Rams, you know, they had a they had the persona. I was a bad guy. You know, I was a locker room lawyer. Like I'm running through that talking about, man, everybody need to get paid in here. Like I got a big stick with a, 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 a torch <laughs> running around the locker room. Man. All I wanted was to win football games, get paid right. That was it. I wasn't that. I wasn't that locker room lawyer. And my teammates loved me, and I loved them. That was the closest team I've ever played on. And then when I went to Indianapolis, that's the first time I ever saw a team that was jealous. I mean, I'd never seen that before, not in college. So, jealous of you. But I just believe that they should have consulted. Jealous of consulted. you. That'd be, that'd be like that'd be like Richard. Jealous Richard, of anybody Richard. else, or jealous of just you, Ed. Oh, they were jealous of everybody. I mean, me for sure. But they, that, that, that was mm-hmm. that was one. And the thing about it is a couple of players we've talked in the last, you know, couple of months and years. And they said the same thing. They said, man, that was the most jealous team I've ever seen. I mean, it, 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 it was sad. And, and I, one guy, I won't say his name. He said, when they talked about getting you, he said, man, they ain't gonna get no Eric Dickerson. Man. They ain't gonna stop lying. <laughs> he said, when you come walking through the locker room, we're like, damn, I'm shocked. He said, maybe they are trying to win around Why, here. Because they're the Colts. They're the Colts. Because they're the Colts. They're the Colts. I mean, you I mean, I mean, when you look at what uh, Brady did in, in Tampa, what'd he do? I mean, he go get Brown, you know, he, no, he cut problem. his money back a little bit. He, you know, everybody dropping all this money to these quarterbacks, but quarterback can't do nothing if he ain't got nobody to catch the ball or if you, you don't go. have somebody blocking. So, you know, that's what I mean by putting so much money in these young guys' head and young guys' minds, especially quarterbacks, right. that he's going to need some help. He's going to need some help somewhere. No doubt. You listen to the best damn NFL pod period. Our guest today is Hall of Famer, Super Bowl MVP, Richard Dent. Uh, all right, so let's get into the, the game this past weekend because I want to hear both of you guys' perspective. Um, Rams, you know, they got their quarterback, Dent. They got their guy. They went out and got him. a good quarterback, traded, yeah. Traded for him and uh, got Matthew Stafford in there. Right, the right. Bears, um, and – he comes out, he's he's as advertised. And and he looked good. The Rams look good. Um what, what you your thoughts on first um the move for Stafford, because you played in that division. You know how it is. And yeah. look, I played in that division. I know how the organization of Detroit is. And and I know for a fact that Matt Stafford, when he heard it and got that call that he was leaving Detroit to come to LA, yeah. man, he must right away. <laughs> He got naked and poured hot syrup all over his body. It was dead. <laughs> I'm out of this damn prison in Detroit, man. Uh, just, just going from that place to being in L.A. And then when you watch right, right. it, it, it seemed like it was a man that just they just took all the shackles off him, took all the, the hindrance off him. I'm free right. now. And he played that way. What'd you, what did you think? Uh, you know, I know Matt, and uh, knowing through Kevin Butler, you know, when he when he first came to Detroit uh, and came here and played in Chicago, he had his wife and his family sit up in my box. I kind of took care of him. But, you know, he, he's always been on target. He just never had anybody to throw the ball to. And with having a running game, yeah. you know, I mean, you got a good chance there, you know. And when uh, he going- did, well, let's say when he did have Calvin Johnson, right. he didn't have a running game. Right with it, so it was just him too. And then on top of that, they didn't have a defense to stop anybody. It's all about the run, Rodney. If you can yeah. get the run, the passing is going to be easy. If you can't run it, it's just like Chicago. Here we bring in our rookie quarterback and run some trick play when you haven't established the run. <laughs> I mean, this is the dumbest thing you could ever do. I mean, this is peewee football. You know, you're trying to run option reverses. Yeah. Well, hell, let's establish the run first. You know, give somebody a reason to chase you before you reverse the field. And, you know, when I look at Nagy, Nagy has not shown me anything that he does well in the last four years. He's just trying to throw the ball. I mean, they're running sprint draw, getting nine, ten yards. Why try to find another play? Let's do it left. Let's do it right. And all of a sudden, what happened? They, they walked away from the run. They got up a little bit, but yet, you know, to me, you know, uh, the Rams, the way they play sometimes, you know, the guy there, Donovan, he jumps around a lot, so he never really holds the middle. He's not big enough to hold the middle. You got someone else doing that. 
So you take advantage of that. Sometimes you go back door, you go the right way. Sometimes you go the wrong way, you know. But uh, I, I, I thought that the game, you know, I really didn't think the Bears were going to win the game, but they had a chance to. You know, they established the run. I think if you can do that, I like the rookie that what we have because, you know, once a quarterback can say that I got run, his his oh, feet, yeah. his personality, sitting in the pocket, he's calm. Then he can run 4-4-4-3 four, 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 when he wants to. And what I do like is he looks – he knows where that check down at. He knows where that back at. When a quarterback knows where that back at, if he see a linebacker out there, either he's running or he's throwing that ball down the middle. So what do you think now? You think they should now go with him? I know they they were worried no, about he, throwing him to I, the I don't, fire. I don't think they Aaron should Donald. go with him yet. No? I, I think, first of all, the, the coach has to establish, look, we're going to run the ball. And what I'm saying to you is for the last four years, you know, if I'm studying this guy, you know what my pattern says? Get in the backfield, look left and right, and the ball may be coming. <laughs> <You know? laughs> get 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 depth, look left, look right to see where it's coming from. That's it. I mean, they just call so many plays, but they're not great at one thing. That's the problem. You have to be great at something. Well, I, I, I'll say one thing. I, I disagree with Richard on one thing when he says that that Aaron Donald can't can't hold that middle, and I, I disagree with that because he can, and and he moves around a lot because he's so fast. I mean, see, I, I see him play every week. And Rodney, you've seen him play yeah. too. Man, it, it's nothing like it. I mean, it, it's almost crazy. I mean, he can bull rush. It'd be great if he had another guy right there with him, but I mean, he can bull rush. He can move. And he does the, they, they put him in those situations to stunt backside and come from different areas. Yeah. Because, you know, it's funny because I was watching a thing on ESPN and they said they were asking different players, so who's the best player in the NFL? Guys, oh, Aaron Donald, that's easy. <laughs> it was like five up in a row. Oh, Aaron Donald. You know, and, and it was Aaron Donald, man. Aaron Donald, the things he does in the middle, because you got to think about it, he's in the middle of the defense, not on the corners. Right. I mean, right. That, and and, he, he, and he's, just, he's just that good. But when I look at the football game as a whole, Richard said one thing, right, is that they they they, they established the run. The Bears did. They were able to run the football. And to me, they should have kept doing that instead of trying to get fancy. You know, right. everybody, wants to, everybody wants to throw the football. Everybody right. wants to rely, right. rely on this pass. And good. And they had a great drive going. Great drive. The first drive. Right. What they do, they want to get out of throw to the end zone, get it picked out. That's good for us. No problem. Because we can't wait to get our, our new quarterback on the field right. to see what he can really do. Right. Because think about this. He's, this is a new offense for him, new offensive coordinator. Everything's new for him. So mm -hmm. you want to try to make him uncomfortable and put him behind first. Well, the best thing to happen with the tournament, we, and we go up, we go up first. So now I've got a I've got a cushion. Okay, now. I can take my time, you know, if they score fine, but we already got a touchdown. Right. And the Rams played a really good football game. They, they played well defensively. Yeah. They didn't run the ball as well as I'd like to see them run the ball. But, you know, I, to me, the run takes a, takes a while. The run doesn't come right away. You, you got to work with the offensive line. We don't have a true one back that we depend on. Like Cam Akers got hurt, so he was going to be that guy. So we got Daryl Henderson. Uh, we got um, Sonny Michelle. Sonny Michelle is still learning our offense. But as a whole – I thought it was a well-played game by by the by us, the Rams, um, and you know, hopefully we can keep winning. And I, I'll say this much here: when I look at Chicago, Chicago's a good football team. We could see them again. I hope we do see them. We see them out here. You know, we could see them in the playoffs again because I think that quarterback situation will be different. I don't think Andy Dalton will be the quarterback if we see him again. Do you do you think that uh, you know, some of these coaches, especially these young coaches, get caught up into? into the stats they've turned into almost like some of the players now where it's about we got to throw for 400 yards we got to do this because you're right they that that first drive they go i think 10 something plays or more than that go all the way down the field mixing it up running the ball a little bit and then they turn it over and then you know they they could never recover from that when you see i don't know how many it was off the top of my head but there were so many games where the quarterback threw the ball 50 something times and you just, you really, you just can't, you can't win consistently doing Throwing it. Throwing the ball. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. you're right. I mean, you know, here in Chicago, you know, you know you can't throw the ball in December. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you forget about it. It's either, if you can't, if you're relying on that, then your December schedule is done. If you got two games at home, chances are you're not going to do well. But you have to establish 
running so you can have the benefit to rush the passer or, you know, or throw the ball, offense or defense. That's what the, the part of the game is run to pass. But when you try to pass, that ball get tapped, they get moved around, things happen. It's going to fall your way. And then again, it's not going to fall your way. When you look at the game now, and, you, and, and like I said, you know, they're throwing it 50 times a game as a defensive end you know, lining up today's game, how, how do you think it differs, it, it would differ for you playing now, knowing that it's such a pass-happy league, knowing that you're going to have multiple opportunities. Look, we saw Chandler Jones from Arizona get five sacks yesterday. <laughs> um, and, and they so should. Looking, looking at this game right now, Dent, knowing your skill set and what you could do, um, how do you feel about it, and how do you feel like if you inserted yourself in today's game? I'm licking I'm my, my I'm licking my chops. I'm licking my chops all day. God, I'm licking my chops all day, Rodney. And 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 you know what I see here right now is that everybody's seven ten step drop, Rodney. Yeah. Really. You think a man going to block me in 10 yards? <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> hey, you better get yeah, back yeah, to five yeah. steps. You better get back to five steps and get yeah. rid of the ball. And get in the, get you, up in that pocket because you coming around that corner. Yeah, you, hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at most of them. They're taking, they're in shotgun. They're taking it at six and seven. Yeah. Then they putting three on it. Okay. So that's 10. Then you're coming up and throwing it at eight to seven. I look at it right off the ball, Rodney. You know, I need to make two, three steps. Me and you got to make contact. We got to dance for two. I got, what, five more to work with, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. if I can get off you in five steps, I think I'm doing a pretty good job, okay? <laughs> but I'm going to run by you if we're talking about 10 steps, okay? Don't even worry about trying to get back. I, you know, and these guys today, they don't practice like they play. I mean, they don't they don't practice live. Everybody's standing up like a palm tree. You know what I mean? So <laughs> right out of the right out of the you know right on the takeoff, you're a dead man. You know, because I'm yeah. gonna beat you off the ball. You know, obviously, you know it's other things there you see, but uh, it's it's right. You like what you say. You know, here it is. You, you you're throwing the ball fifty times and you run it. You know. 20, 25, 30 times. So now we're talking about 75. The average plays when we played was somewhere between 63 to 68 plays. So, you know, it's a different game now, but it's just only different because, you know, the lights and glory of seeing the ball up in the air and throwing it, you know, or a guy catch it, you can't hit him with it. So, you you, you know, you, you're allowing defensive players to get in harm's way because I don't know what to do. The guy up in the air, do. Oh, well, I want to dive up there and hit him. I can't let him just come down with it. You can't be aggressive. And you know, then hitting quarterbacks, it's like, you know, the guy hit him uh, uh, the, the uh, Kansas City game the other day. The guy hit him with his shoulder, took the quarterback down. To me, if his hand passed his waistline as a defensive lineman, if you see his hand releasing, but if his hand get down to his waistline, you can't hit it. But if he's still in that motion of swinging and I'm diving and I'm moving forward, you got to do what you got to do. But, you know, if you want to take the head out of football, what we need to do is take the face mask off. Take the face mask off, then you get a head out of football. Wow, Dad want to take the face mask off, E.D. <laughs> E.D. with them big glasses, he'd be ready to <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Dan, but 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 that's a true statement, Dan. How, how do you? Because now you can't even you can't even you land can't, on right. a quarterback. I mean, you can't right. land I mean, on a quarterback. Well, you your head is the only thing. That's the, your head is the first item on the part of your body <clears throat> that you're gonna touch the quarterback with. So now I got to run up there to the chest. But then now you got some of these quarterbacks six 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 seven. Well, shit, you know. If you hit him in the chest, he knock you down. If you cut him at the leg, that's a problem. Like, well, you making me think too much to have yeah. to take this guy down. 
And if this guy decided to drop his shoulder and, and knock the shit out of me, then everybody woo. That's a highlight reel. <laughs> we ain't gonna do that, right? So you, so you making the defensive player think a lot, even in the secondary, right? If, if a guy up in the air, oh, let me see how I'm gonna go at it. Now, when you're thinking and not reacting as a ball player, you putting yourself in That's, harm's way. It's tough. I always say it's it's hard to play defense nowadays, man. You yeah, it's hard. You're right. It's hard to play defense. You do. I mean, yeah. they calling pass interference if you're just touching the guy's hand and then hitting. You know, it used to be even as a quarterback that made you want to be more accurate because you didn't want to throw a high ball over the middle because right. you didn't want to get your guy killed. Now. Right. They can't hit a guy. Uh, defenseless receiver is what they call it. They can't hit a guy now. So it's it's challenging for guys that played when we did to kind of play right now. But you brought up something, Dan. I want to I want to get into this because you brought right. it up about uh, being able to pass, throw the football in December or January. Now you two met in the championship game and in the infamous '85 season where you guys went on and won the Super Bowl. I want to get Eric's perspective on that game first uh, because it was cold. And I've heard Eric tell a little bit of the stories about <laughs> playing you guys and playing you. With, how tall was he, Eric? He, he said, was he about 5'7"? He was about 5'7", man. Going back there, playing in the cold and knowing that throwing the ball, y'all had no chance. And then – Knowing None. Chicago knows that, E.D., you going in that game knowing, man, I got to go up against the defense. My quarterback in the passing game ain't going to give me no help. What's your everybody thoughts going on, into that game? Everybody on the line scrimmage, take Eric Dickinson out of the game. <laughs> See that? I, I ain't got nothing to say. There you go right there. Man, let me tell you something, Rodney. How, how many guys on the field at one time? How many guys on, on, on the defense? 11. 11. Well, let me tell you something, brother. I, th I think they had 13. <laughs> Because I think the referees was up on the line. The referees on the line scrimmage for sure. Because the safeties was there, and the referee at one point was right behind him. I'm like, my God, where are we going to run this ball to? You know, that they had, they had a great team. I mean, a very physical team. Um, and people, a lot of people were afraid of the Bears. I mean, to be honest, they, they, had that, they had that persona. You know, the Bears, we are the Bears, wearing all that black looking tough. And, and they would hit you. That's the thing. They would hit Bears. They still know to hit you. And... We had an offensive line that was not afraid. You know, we had a big offensive line. We ran the football. That's what we were known for. Right. But we did not have a quarterback. That was the most frustrating thing. And I saw that. We played the Raiders. I think it was the last game of the season. And I'll never forget, we were in our own end zone. And Dieter Brock, Dieter Brock dropped back. And I'm blocking, I'm, I'm, I'm blocking next to him. I'm trying to help block next to him. And he steps to his to my right, and I, I move out. And he throws a pass, like, under the, I think it was under, under the defense line was arm. Like he couldn't throw it over him. I'm like, we're going to get this kind of pack picked off. You know, what is he doing? So I knew we had a problem in Chicago. I mean, we went there. I knew there was going to be a problem because, you know, he, 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 matter of fact, the week before we played the Cowboys, he had 50 yards passing. I think, no, 60 yards passing. He had 60 yards passing. The week we played the Bears, he had 50 yards passing. I mean, and, you know, that, that, against that defense, with all those guys, Richard and all those guys, I had no chance. As a matter of fact, somebody just showed me, sent me back, your boy Chris Hale just sent me a video <laughs> of when, when Mike Singletary got the good hit in on me. Oh, and I mean, I, I, I was I could avoid them hits, but and and, and and he was the one who helped Mike get the hit in on me. Yeah, yeah. I, told, I, I remember that play good. Y'all double teamed me. And and yep. I saw I saw the fullback going down the hole, and I said, let me just push this power right into the fullback. But when he hit him, I heard Mike screaming, so I know he got to take it outside. Mike is unblocked. So, you know, they yeah. met in there, and I'm laughing, and nobody knows what's going on, but I know I got a free man that's running there, without a doubt. So, you, you know, it, it was great. But I understand how, how you feel, Eric, because, you know, we brought on Doug Flutie the year after that. And, and, oh, <laughs> and when we brought the midget on. He couldn't see. You know, I understand the man, the brother looking for a job, but – you know, Mike Dick has screwed that up. You know, we could have we could have won three Super Bowls in a row, Rodney. Hell, you knew yeah. you were around yeah. there, you saw yeah. it. But yeah. the point of it is, we could never get the quarterback position right. Right? Yeah. I mean, when you lose 
when, when you win that many games after the Super Bowl, we lost one. The next year, we lost two. The next year, we lost three. Next year, we lost four. We had four years in a row to the Super Bowl has to go through Chicago. Redskins got us, you know, two years pop to pop. But, you know, we just didn't have that person in the middle. And you're talking about a guy like Walter Payton that who was leading the league in the late end of his career. We're talking about year 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. You know what I mean? The guy was, you know, we had a great offensive line. Finally got some guys in there uh, uh, from, from the Hall of Fame there with, with Jimbo Cobra, who I think one of the best tackles. I ever faced in the National Football League without a doubt. And I knew that I wasn't going to be seeing that every Sunday. And so I knew my day was going to be okay. But outside of that, which I think Lomas Brown is another brother there that, that you know, uh, definitely should yeah. have that honor too. But uh, but without that quarterback, you know, you, you, you're just sitting there. And that's why, you know, when they pay all these quarterbacks all this money, then they start, you know, then – they don't have the help. They just rather have the money. And I, yeah, I mean, sometimes Rogers, I see Rogers, I see what Rogers trying to say, but you know, Roger had the opportunity to get to that championship game and get to the Super Bowl, but he decided to throw the ball and he didn't do the instinctive thing that he's normally do. Yeah, Take and a little run it in sometimes. You've been, you been, been talking about that since last year when we, we talked about it. you say you should have ran the ball. How, how, uh, how frustrating was that though, Dent? Because you guys did. You did that defense for like you said, those number of years, four or five years in a row, um, was so good. And all you needed, especially, you know, it, it, McMahon at that point was getting getting hurt a little bit. Um, just yeah. somebody to come in and, and, and just, just be manage steady. the game. Just yeah. be steady. And you guys couldn't get that done. No, and that's the thing. I mean, so we could have did that with, with, with Tom Zach. Yeah. Now, here it is. You bring a man off the street, right? Now, you on the team, and we bring a man off the street and put him in front of you. Okay, <laughs> he's been on the team two weeks. Yeah, what the hell did he know? <laughs> if we if we won that Super Bowl, they're gonna change the trophy name and put my dick on it. That's what he was thinking. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I I must say, man, I played with some hell of a guys. You know, on defense, let me tell you, if you got Wilbur Marshall pissed off. Man, you got 11 guys hunting at your ass. You got all these Wilson pissed off. You got 11 guys hunting at your ass, right? Those are the two milders. You get them hot and then they pissed off at you, man, you're in trouble, man. And that's what I enjoy. People who enjoyed the game, yeah, played the game, and, and, and challenged you week in and week out. I don't care who you are, what you are on sun, on Mondays when we watch that film. Man, we talked more crap. I mean, it was all about being the best. Yeah, so, so be. Richard, what was that? What was that like? I mean, you guys going into that season because the year before, you guys knew you're gonna be pretty good the next year. I think you guys lost to a, you lost to San Francisco in the playoffs. Right. Coming back that next year, I knew you guys felt it. So going in week to week, um, knowing your defense was gonna dominate, what was that season like? Going week to week, going. Man, I, I I might get three today. I might get four today. How many you gonna get, Will? But how many? Man, you gonna, was it well, was it I, one I, of those I, things yeah. where y'all were like, it was like, you know, you saw the red meat. You about you was hungry. You're starving for two days, and everybody was gonna eat. Well, you know, it, you know, we even playing, you know, Detroit that time. It's never a blowout. So if there's no blowout, nobody's gonna say, okay, everybody can go out after Rodney now. No, <laughs> you're still protecting Rodney, right? So. You know, the, the time that I played the black and blue division was a tough division. It's just never been a blowout. We would always be a tight game regardless. You know, we may we may lose, but uh, but we broke you up. So you can't go play nobody next week, right? <laughs> That's the way we looked at it, right? Y'all won the game, but we won the battle in some time. But it, it, it's, to me... You know, it, it's just, you know, what we enjoy, you know, breaking people down, people who can't count, right? You know, we start bringing them on the line of scrimmage, making you, you know, figure it out. If you don't figure it out, somebody's free. Somebody's going to get somebody, you know, in some bad shape. But right. we we really enjoy competing week in and week out. And that's what I enjoy with these guys so much that, you know, you know, we were competitive by position. 
So, like, who who made the most mistakes? The defensive line, linebackers, or the cornerbacks? So, we, as a group, we competed with one another. Then we start competing with each one another, you know, individually. Everybody wants, you know, self-gratification of being known and being, you know, and everybody wants commercials and everything else. And, you know, and, and, and you know, that fed into things, too. A lot of folks didn't like Fred because he was being – you know, Fritz just running the ball in, didn't play no defense. But when Fritz got on the field with me and and uh, I, ha- I really had a chance to really appreciate Fritz, I said, Fritz, what we're going to do on this right side, we're going to shut things down. We're going to let folks know all I need you to do is I need you to run to the numbers. After that, don't worry about that. Everything else, look, you're going to get a reach and you get a block down from that center. And all you need to play is within five, eight yards. You know, once we saw that, we can start dictating. I'm worried about no screens. I'm not worried about anything like that, you know. So now it was all about chasing the ball, going the other way, which is what I was doing against Eric. They running off tackle all day, and you know. And I'm just saying, if y'all could just make him cut back a little bit, I think I can <laughs> knock those glasses off of him. <laughs> but yeah, let me I tell you, man. All I can see, Rodney. I'm diving, and all I can see is the bottom of his shoes. He's got some Nikes on, and he's like, this dude is straight gone, you know. I thought I was pretty quick, but this is one sucker that I could not get to off tackle to when he unblocked me backside. Uh, yeah, right, let me tell you, we had, we had some battles with him. I have some real battles when we played him when I came Anaheim. We'd always run the ball on. I mean, I got it. I tell Bridget all the time. I said, y'all got us when it counted. That NFC Championship. And we beat them other than that all the time. But, man, we had some real battles with them. Because we knew that. I always say this here. You knew you were going to get hit if you played the band. Oh, yeah. There was no doubt. That was going to be a physical football game. Ain't nothing fancy about it. Yeah. They're going to hit you. And we're going to run. We're going to keep running right at you or run away from you. Because, like I said, yeah, we ran away from Dent. We made it. I made him chase me. So. You know, it, it was it was easy for me to get away from him instead of running at him. I ain't going to make a mistake of running at him. Well, I, 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 I influence people to run at me. That way I don't have to chase nobody. I can just sit there and make some tackle. But, you know, when you're chasing, you got to worry about bootleg. You got to we got to worry about reverse. So, you know, you got to be careful about what you're doing. But, hey, you know, we just we just had a lot of fun, man. I, that's you, you guys know when you're in the locker room, you got guys that compete. That you know that that headhunters that enjoy what they're doing, you know it's it's just you know my first three years, in my third year we win the Super Bowl. My second year, you know I didn't play but the last ten games. You know I get sixteen sacks in ten games. You know it, you know that 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 was something nobody knew about. So here you come back next year and uh, lead lead again. You know so. Uh, you know, and, and for me, I, you know, it was a tough place in Chicago to play because I didn't really feel that, you know, the organization appreciated the talent that was there. You know, you lead the league two years in a row. I didn't get defensive player of the year. I didn't get defensive lineman of the year. I didn't get crap. All I got was Super Bowl MVP. But that that was related to the game itself. And yeah. for me, I just thought, you know, these folks don't appreciate me. So even I, yeah, I really like to go around. somewhere else. Even after you, uh, even after you won Super Bowl MVP, uh, they, well, they still that didn't was give that was up. later, Rodney. But I'm just saying, leading up my to second that. year that we lost in San Francisco, you know, I started game I started game six. I didn't have a one sack. I ended up leading the league with 17 and a half. Okay, so and who get defense? Who get defense lineman of the year? Dan Hampton. I'm like, really. Dan Hampton? Come on. Yeah, it was like, you know, all this, you know, so for me, it was, you know, and, and a lot of pussy on the team, obviously. I knew that, you know, a lot of folks, you know, didn't like what was going on, but that ain't my business. My business is performing, getting my check, and, and winning games. And and you speak of that, um, Rich, because, you know, you come from Tennessee State, um and you know small school did you come in with a little bit of a, a a chip on your shoulder uh like you know you know a lot of cats come in from smaller schools and and then think that you know they sometimes people look at him oh he can't be that good he went to a small college 
Right. Um, but did you come in with a chip on your shoulder? Well, I came in at looking at that situation, like what you say, you know, people, oh, he's small, he's little. You know, I remember I saw Singletary. I looked at him and said, man, are you linebacker? You look like a fullback. Who are you? You know, <laughs> everybody is looking at you. <laughs> like, you know, you know, you you can't do this and that. And, and you know, uh, you know, then you got to prove yourself, you know. But yet I knew that it was a lot of talent leaving Tennessee State, but it wouldn't make it in the league. And I just didn't understand what was the problem. I know it wasn't about talent. It might have been other things. Right. And I didn't want to fall into that trap. But I came in and I gave them, you know, great football in my first two, three years. And they did not want to acknowledge it. You know, I wasn't a first-round pick. You had Al Harris. The first-round pick had Dan Hampton, first-round pick. You had Otis Wilson, first-round pick. You had Otis, uh, uh, Mike Singletary, first-round pick. <laughs> then the first round, they bring in Wilbur Marshall, and then they bring in uh, uh, Fridge. So for me, you know, it was this guy just supposed to be here for a minute before we get something better. Then, But this guy turns out to be you know, the best thing that we got. So it's now it's no, it's no acknowledgement about this player because you got something that you didn't know that you had. So maybe it's embarrassing to them. I don't know. All I was doing is, is, is trying to kick ass and take names, you know, and, and, and I must say, you know, we won, we thought we had SMU my last year coming out. Uh-huh. Right. And John Mary said, hey, I, baby, I, baby, boys, we think we got SMU this summer, and we, we'll see. We're working on it. We don't know if it's going to happen. I didn't know anything about Eric. I, you know, a lot of these big schools, they don't want to take that chance and playing with that little school. And I know Eric no had, a, they had a serious team. They don't get me wrong. My team was serious. Rodney, we were scrimmaging two weeks before the first game. And Brian Ransom... And Brian Ransom fell, Rodney. And I'm trying to hold him and let him know that I'm not going to hit it. But I fell on him. I fell on his shoulder, separated shoulder. Okay? We we take our sophomore. Now, we took our freshman quarterback, and we went undefeated that year. Okay? Uh, I understand that sometimes it's small football with what Eric's going to say, these little teams and whatever. <laughs> Three national championship, and I lost five games in five years. That's all I that's all I can say, dog. Right, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> like I tell him all the time. We to beat the shit out of them. I just gotta say we'd beat the shit out of them. We'd have beat, beat the brakes off. I mean, no, Eric, we were talking about the gonna say is, But what he gonna say is, you know, they send Grammar down there. Grammar represents Grammar. We put 59 points on Grambling, and we called the dogs off of them because we think two coaches had heart attacks, one yeah. on the sideline one in the locker room. Well, well, let me so tell you. Imagine what it did to y'all. We'd have been with the kids, y'all, Richard. I mean, seriously. This is the argument of all arguments here. Tennessee State playing us back in them days. Come on, man. You got to that'd have been like them playing USC. And he tell Marcus that it'd be. He tell Marcus that it'd beat them too. He tell Marcus the same thing. You tell the same thing. Hey, you know what? You know what then? You know what then? Y'all probably could beat USC right now because they ain't got nothing over there. Man, y'all could probably maybe, beat USC. Yeah, maybe right now. Hey. When we, we, yeah, when we look at the horse. Right hey, who, who, who is the guy you running back you play with? What's his name? Craig James. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw him in the Super Bowl. Rodney, <laughs> Rodney, I see him in the Super Bowl and they run a play at me with a lead back. And I look, and I look in the backfield, and, you know, and I say, i never seen anything like this before. Here's a, a white guy at tailback running at me. I said, really? Yeah, really? What happened, Dent? What happened, Dent? So, so, I, so, I told it, so I told the blocker down, and, and both of us look at each other eye to eye, right? Now, he got the ball, and I'm like, okay, so what are you going to do? He's still looking at me. You know what I did, Rodney? I reached in and said, give me that damn ball. You don't want to play no football. <laughs> That's the first turnover in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I took it right out of his hand because he was paralyzed. I don't know why he was paralyzed, but he's looking at me. I'm looking at him. I just said, give me that ball, man. Get out of here, man. Get off this field. 
Y'all, you don't don't you dare to run no play like that over here no more. <laughs> like I said, going back to Tennessee State, we gonna whoop the hell out of Tennessee State. Let's just go back to that one. Yeah, we ain't gonna never find out. I must. Tell you. I said we'll never find out. We got. It. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Dan, speaking of that, Dan, was there anybody when you played, especially when you was on the Bears, man, where you were like? Oh man, I, this this cat! I'm gonna send a limo and make sure he get to the game on time and line up because I'm about to have eight sacks today. <laughs> who, who was that team? Who was that team, Dan? Who was that? I, you don't have to mention any names, but who was that team that you were like, "Ooh, man, I, I'm about to get mine today." Well, I did. It was the Raiders because the Raiders wanted to run those deep outs. Those 20 yards out and in, the right. quarterback dropping 10 yards, trying to throw at eight. I'm like, oh, this is a race. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Matter of fact, I, 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 I saw the owner on the field. Uh, this is my rookie year. You know, this is one of the Bears. This is one NFL game was, they say, is one of the worst games ever in NFL history. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in 84. When the Bears and Ra- Bears and Raiders played in Chicago, both quarterbacks, all quarterbacks got knocked out. And uh, Marcus supposed to came in to be a quarterback. Then they told Ray God to get ready and race him. Man, I ain't going in there. McMahon <laughs> 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 got got knocked. These, everybody was knocked out before halftime. Wow! And and they brought one quarterback back after they shot his hand up. But I used to love the 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 uh, Raiders because you knew they was gonna throw the ball. They want they right. want deep routes. He like fast people. I said, hey, we got a chance. But that black and blue, you know, we we ain't open up nothing. We gonna keep it tight. <laughs> we are gonna run that ball and we are gonna spy right. here like Redskins. You know, I I I really love playing Redskins. Once you get them out of their game, get all these tight ends out of the game. Now you got a chance to go get them. And we did that in 84. We we kind of lit them up in 84 in the first playoff game. You know a story I want to hear, Dan. I'm going to set it up for you. <laughs> so, this was a couple of years ago. This was a couple of years ago. I said, Dan, man, I meant to ask you this for a long time. Y'all played on a Monday night. I said, I think we were playing y'all. We were playing the other team y'all were playing over the, the next week. I said, and, and they kept calling. Y'all call all these timeouts. Timeout. And they said, and the Bears call another timeout. I'm like, man, what I got? And the Bears call another timeout. <laughs> I mean, timeout after timeout after timeout. So Richard has to tell you the story about the timeouts. Man, it is one of the funniest, one of the funniest stories I have ever heard. We were playing them the next day. We were playing a Monday night game and and uh uh uh, uh, quarterback side just come off the field. Rusty Lynch, Rusty Lynch. I'm sorry, went to Notre Dame, uh-huh. and uh, Rusty would just come off the field and was like, "Where the quarterback is?" Rusty sitting in the middle went, of a series, middle of the game, third quarter. He just walk off the field, came off. The, Y'all need to get a quarterback out here. He's sitting on the sideline, took his helmet off, sit down, and Dick, hey, hey, what's going on? And he looked up at him. He said, "Hey, you know, I, I, this is this is too much. You know, I got people chasing me. You calling me names? Wait, wait, I'm done. Wait, wait. He said you calling me names. Who was he talking to? Dicker? He was talking to Mike Dicker. He said, "Look, I got people chasing me, and you calling me names. This is too much. I'm done. I'm finished." Mike, like, hey, what, what do you mean? He said, "No, I, I can't. I can't do this no more." And he, he's sitting there with his leg crossed. Now <laughs> he's sitting on the bench with his leg crossed. The helmet right here on the side, and he's saying, "This is this is too much. I cannot take this. You calling me names, people chasing me, hitting me. I'm done, right?" So Dick said, "Now we're at the second timeout, and now Dick is still going." McMahon said, "Put him on the phone. Let me talk to him." He said, "No, we want to see this because we lie. I mean, we just cracking up." So we hung the phone. Now, now Mike go to his knees. Now Mike get on his knee. He said, "Now I promise you." I won't yell at you. I won't do anything. I promise. And you know, he kind of stuttered, but he's not now, 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 now. You sure you? I, 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 I might give it a shot if if you promise not to cuss at me and yell at me. I, 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 I might can do this. And Mike said, "I promise. I promise you. I, I won't. I won't do this." <laughs> he's okay. 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 I think I'm gonna get a shot. So he tried to get up. 
now, right, now he he goes to walk to the field, right? And as soon as he hit, as soon as he get ready to hit that white line, right, he grabbed his helmet and he he put his helmet there, put the helmet on, then he looked back. Said, now you promise you ain't gonna yell anymore. <laughs> Hey, then he goes out in the field, Mike and call him all kind of suckers and whatever, whatever, right? <laughs> then on the way home on the plane, you know, coach walking up and down the aisle. So I see him go there. He walks by. You know, the guy always reading the Bible. He was reading the Bible. He looked in the Bible. He, and Dicker goes by and said, hey, I hope I, he, first of all, he said, I don't know what you're reading there, but I hope you can find a damn job in there. But you're out of here, right? <laughs> he told him that on the plane. He told him that on the plane. <laughs> he read the Bible and he told him, I hope you can, I hope you can find a job in there. I don't know. He's like, I don't know what you're reading, but I hope you can find a job in there. Your ass is fired. <laughs> <laughs> Let me I never seen a man uh, cross his leg and say, look, I'm done. I'm finished. This is too much for me. You know, this is too much. I just, middle, I just can't do it. In the middle of an NFL game. Yes, sir. Cross his legs. I'm done. You ever see. I, we laughed and watched the team. Mike Dicker had to change, had to go from being so cocky because we, we had no other quarterback. <laughs> All right, we, we, so he had, to, he had to beg this man to get back on the field. And the guy got back on the field, and you know nobody's seen him since then. Say <laughs> <laughs> not. He's probably living on an island somewhere. <laughs> nobody could tell. This no, story. yeah, I, he's a smart guy, great guy, but you know he's just a little, you know, oh, whatever. God. And uh, you know he just is to me when he come off that field and sit down, took the helmet off, sit beside him, cross his leg, and say, "Hey, this is too much." Oh my God. You calling me names. I got people chasing me, hitting me. I'm done. <laughs> that's that's, that's uh, exactly uh, how I can. I'm finished. Hilarious. I'm done. <laughs> see, see, see that, that's the thing, man, that people don't realize that, that some of those stories like that, that's, that's what you miss. Yeah, you miss the game and all that, but the locker room, oh, you know, the man, story. Look, we, we, I was lucky enough to play with you, man, in Philadelphia for that yeah. year. Yeah. In, in 95, man, we had so much fun, so many stories. And I, I remember because Ray Rhodes was our coach at the time. And, you know, Ray, man, Ray, Ray had and, and you knew him from San Francisco, but he right. had got the job in Philly when and, and brought you in there, man. And, uh, you know, we bonded. Uh, you know, we knew each other, but we really bonded in Philly. Right. Right. Just talking about the stories of Ray Rhodes. I don't know if you remember that Dallas game where he gave that speech the night before the game and Ray took you to some backwater juke joint for a pregame speech and talking about you got to treat this game like somebody breaking in your house, ripping down your curtains, tying your wife and kids up, you know, wiping his ass with your, with your curtains. Right. Hey, you're going to let then, somebody then, come in your house and do that shit to you? You, right. Yeah, but then then he ended with, okay, somebody, let's let's have a prayer. <laughs> I'm, like, <"What?" laughs> I'm like, Ray, hold on, man. You're going this high. We can't go to prayer now. <laughs> oh, man, it was, it was hilarious. That, that, that is Ray, boy. I, I, I love Ray, man. He, you know, I love coaches just call it like it is, but. Yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, and you it know, was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and you know, Ray Ray had a couple cognacs that night before the game. Before he oh, gave you, it. Know. <laughs> you know, he used to kill me when I when the guys used to be upset because I'm like, Ray, you got to get rid of these Philly cheese breakfast <laughs> sandwiches and shit. These guys ain't thinking about what you're talking about, man. They talking about they they thinking about that taste bud in their mouth. I said, how we gonna win eating? Eating a Philly cheesesteak breakfast sandwich in the morning. Yeah, the whole pile of night before the game. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Now these are this is this is for meetings. This is like yeah. during the week. 
Yeah. Like, man, we got to get rid of this stuff, man. Y'all yeah. mind got to be on football. That's what's Not skipping. no damn sausage sandwich. <laughs> Bring me one. Bring me skipping, two. <laughs> skipping weigh-ins and all that during the week. <laughs> oh, it was crazy. Then we could sit here and talk forever. No, about you know it. You know it. <laughs> I love you, brother. Thanks for joining us. Uh, he is Richard Dent. He is the Hall of Famer, Super Bowl MVP, Tennessee State Spiders. More importantly, he's my man. He's my friend. I love you, Richard Dent, man. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.